Hey everyone, welcome back to Ola Out Loud. Today, we're starting a new segment called Faculty Focus. Our first guest is the one and only Mr. Coates. I'm your host, Paola La Lista, and today I'll be joined by my producer, Danielle Noriega. I'm Mr. Coates, and I teach uh, European history. Hi, Mr. Coates. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. So, did you grow up here in Miami? Where are you from? No, I grew up in Lancaster County, Pennsylvania. I grew up on a farm. I'm the youngest of seven, and I'm the only one who went to college. Where did you go to college? Uh, Indiana University of Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. And how did you end up here from Indiana? <laughs> um, I got tired of cold weather in Pennsylvania, so I retired uh, after 37 years in the school district there. And I was looking for places, and I came across an ad for Lourdes, and I read some things about Lourdes, so I decided there was an opening. I decided to apply, and I came down for an interview, and uh, I've been here 14 years now. We're so glad you came. So, um, did you always know you wanted to be a teacher? I think it was several things. Um, as I said, you know, I grew up on a farm. My dad was a farmer. He wanted to become a teacher, actually, and. He didn't have $500 for tuition, which sounds crazy today, yeah. and, but he couldn't get it. So he often mentioned that. He didn't ever tell me you know, what to do, but he mentioned it, I guess. So it was kind of like in my mind. Mm -hmm. And then I had uh, ninth grade, my soccer coach. Um, I had as a science teacher. I had given a report. and. I guess I impressed him with the way I handled things. And he called me up after class and he said, you know, you should really think about being a teacher. You love sports, you play sports, you probably make a great coach, and it's something you should think about. So I guess the combination of things kind of led me that way. And is there a reason you chose history? specifically to teach? Yeah, I actually, I actually started as a chemistry major and I had a really lousy teacher, <laughs> professor in college for that, but I had this amazing history professor who um, his field of specialty was actually Russian history and he got me so interested in it that I switched majors and it was kind of funny when I, when I did my student teaching I had his daughter in my class, <laughs> so I got revenge. <laughs> no. Have you always been a teacher, besides since when you coached? Yeah, well, I've coached soccer, basketball, and track. Um, Multiple. Three, three years here at yeah, that's a lot. I did. Yeah, I coached 27 years, actually. Well, 30 years soccer. And um, I always had different summer jobs because you know, with a family and everything, you have three daughters, you really can't make it on, you know, uh, salary and teaching. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I worked at a firearms manufacturing company, oh, wow. a, a paper mill, um, painter, uh, plumbing. You've done it all. Um, worked, <laughs> my favorite job, though, was I worked for 15 summers at the Pennsylvania Renaissance Fair as a, a character. 
a character, like in costume. Yeah, and it was in costume. And Elizabethan dialect mm -hmm. the whole day long. Oh, that's, that sounds like fun, actually. It was fun. <laughs> I learned so much from that. And, okay, you mentioned briefly in class once that you nearly joined the CIA. Well, I forgot, yeah, when I, <laughs> I went through ROTC in college, so um, when I went into the Army, I, was, I became a military intelligence officer. So at that time, I was thinking to, you know, put my time in the Army that I needed to put in and then go and then join the CIA. Um, the war in Vietnam was going on, but I was about a month away from being shipped to Vietnam when President Nixon uh, announced the peace talks and they no longer needed um, lieutenants, you know, officers. Uh, and I was given the choice to go into reserves for eight years. So I went into Army Reserves then. You also mentioned once in class that you lived through the polio outbreak. Is that, yeah. what was that like? Yeah, well, the thing is, we didn't have media back then. So you right. didn't really know, and everybody was afraid. Um, you know, you guys were quarantined. Mm -hmm. I, I was, we, were, we weren't allowed to leave the farm for an entire summer. Um, the, no one knew what caused it and how it spread, but um, like I had a cousin who got polio and was crippled for life. Um, and it's like everybody knew somebody. Right. Friend, relative, neighbor. You just hoped it wouldn't uh, be you. We weren't allowed to go swimming in like, you know, local pools, not, nothing the entire summer. And um, Dr. Jonas Salk uh, came up with the vaccine for polio. And there wasn't any question. They, they lined us up at school in the cafeteria and, you know, went right down the row and everybody um, got their shots. In fact, we had to take three shots. I hear people complaining about two from, yeah. you know, COVID. Maybe three shots to be um, vaccinated. And it did work. It, it you know, mm -hmm. wiped out um, polio pretty much. Well, we know you've lived in Miami and Pennsylvania, but like you also always mention in class all the places you've visited. How many places have you actually been to? Oh, gosh, I don't know. I've been to Europe nine times um, in, you know, the Caribbean, several places. Um, Central America only, Costa Rica, and, and I've been to Hawaii twice, which is the Oh, I would United love States, to go to Hawaii. Yeah, it's, I had a good time in Hawaii. I, yeah, we love to see your photos that you include in the PowerPoints at like certain well, yeah, historical places. Well, the countries, I've been to Russia twice, Sweden twice, uh, Germany, France, England, Spain five times, Wow. Portugal, um, You've been everywhere. Morocco, I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've been a lot. Canary Islands. I've been a lot of places. If you had to say your favorite one, which one would it be? You know, each each one is special for a different reason. Sometimes it was the the company I was with, whoever I was traveling with, made mm -hmm. it interesting. Sometimes it was just the beauty, like in Switzerland, it was so beautiful. Uh, in, in Russia, so much of the history intrigued me. And uh, one that was quite moving was uh, in, in Spain, uh, going to Santiago de Compostela and visiting the tomb of St. James. I mean, that, that is so Yeah, that sounds crazy. That uh, you can't describe it until you actually are there, like 
wow, this is, right. you know. Yeah, like took you yeah, by surprise. Really takes you. So you th you'd say you travel more for like historical places or just for well, the experience? It, it's a mixture of right, right. A lot historical. Um, I got to four times accompany, um, you know, girls from Lourdes to the Salamanca trip. And, you know, one of those trips was to Russia. Mm -hmm. And uh, we did Germany, England, and France, and oh, wow. you know, Portugal plus Spain together. That was kind of fun being with the girls that I had taught. Right. And uh, I enjoyed that. Well, you've been through so much and done so many things. Is there like anything, any advice you would give to the girls here at Lourdes? Well, the thing is to have confidence in yourself. And one of my experiences when I was working in a plumbing job in the summer before I left uh, to go to Fort Benning, Georgia for my training. And the man who owned the company actually uh, called me in. And it was before lunchtime. And he gave me my last paycheck and said I could go home for the rest of the day. Um, and he said, you know, when you go to Fort Benning and you get that training in leadership, and they actually have courses that build your confidence called leadership training tests. And he said, when you leave Fort Benning, you believe you can do anything. And he was really right. You, you know, you, you did so many crazy things um, there that you, know, you think there's no way that you accomplished, um, that you gained that confidence. And you know, going to school here at Lourdes, I hope that girls gain that confidence. Um, the other thing, you know, keep learning and if you have the opportunity to travel, uh, somebody famous once said that if you've never traveled and if life is a book, you're just reading the table of contents. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of an interesting... Uh, well, there you have it everyone. If you've had Mr. Coates as a teacher, you know he loves to talk about his adventures and travels. If you've had any questions about his life, now you have answers. Thanks for listening and tune in next time.